Oh, there's like some uh some solid uh uh Wayne's world right there that we yeah. just pulled off. <laughs> I always feel like uh mm-hmm. we should start off episodes after after we interviewed Kylie Bear with like you know, next time on Digital Dissection, <laughs> a nerd podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Uh, fuck. But ah. yeah, so this week is our last well, week of spooky season, right? Yeah. Yeah. The spookiness comes to an end. Yeah, came and went fast, man. Kind of sad about that. It's my favorite season. Yeah. Like a yeah. Tinder date, man. <laughs> just <laughs> like that gone didn't even know it was there uh but thankfully you're not left with any sort of weird disease when spooky season's done not speaking yeah. from experience i'm just assuming disclaimer mark does not speak from experience regarding any experiences on the tinder app <laughs> yes the burning just in case he felt for a long Lessons. lost love was not yes, the same as the burning some experience month <laughs> all of it's coming to an end here fairly soon we are mm-hmm. going to be moving on and uh what what better way since we've already visited zombies and horror movies now we're on our way to the vampire yes so today we are going to talk some of our favorite vampire movies that we have seen whether they are i don't know should we just lump in some vampire action movies with this you know, I'm okay really just talking uh, in any of your favorite vampire-related stuff. Yeah. Um, I did come prepared with a couple mm-hmm. things. Um, okay. But, you know, based on that, I would I would love to mm-hmm. hear what, what maybe your favorite vampire property is, though. Favorite vampire property? I have, I don't know, it's kind of hard to say. I think I have a favorite property, and then I have, like, a favorite movie, because... The movie really only has like there are only two movies in that property, and I don't care for the first one all that much. Um, but my favorite property, you can hate me for this if you want to, but I fucking love it. It's probably the Blade. Uh, oh, vampire movies. Love oh, me some Blade. Well, what? Okay, so why would I hate Blade though? I'm interested to hear about this. I don't. Maybe just because like when you think of like vampires, I guess maybe you shouldn't hate Blade. You could hate uh, because. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I just stop like, hate me because, like, I was thinking, like, horror vampire. Like, it's not John Carpenter's vampires, right? It's not Bram Stoker's. It's not traditional, like, meant-to-be-scary, like, vampire movies. It is action, fun, Wesley Snipes just being a badass. Like, this is the best of the MCU before the MCU was a thing. That's That's where I really think the any judgment that folks may have for blade. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it needs to start. This is pre MCU superhero from Marvel. Right. So yep. um, now when you say it's not traditional horror, I agree with you to an extent because, you know, one was kind of generic action movie for that time. Mm-hmm. Right. Three, three is where I think most people watch that movie and they're like, I don't want to pay to see this. It was just too, too goofy. It was too mm-hmm. weird. It was that imbalance of like funny and serious. And yep. you don't, you don't know how to take that movie, but blade two, blade two, blade two is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Horrifying. Yeah. When you Skip, get the, oh. the freaking reaper strain coming out of that, thi- oh out of that thing, Oof, get out of here. It has done mm-hmm. what, what vampire movies haven't been able to do since. Like it, it, 
it actually scared the shit out of me. It grossed me out. You know, I I did not want to see those things on screen mm-hmm. at all. No, <laughs> creepy I mean... as hell. And also, just something you know, they're fucking hunting vampires is also great. Yeah, is that yeah. there's something for the main uh, antagonist to actually be afraid of, other than yeah. Blade, because they are afraid of Blade. They don't like him at all. Oh no, I mean, mm-hmm. but but I I just remember that fondly actually because, you know, I remember. Uh, I mean, this we, this is kind of in that that territory where. You know, nerdiness was uh, was not so much a thing that you shared with everybody. That's you know, um, so me loving Blade was almost like, uh, well, I guess I quietly enjoyed Blade just like I did Saturday sci-fi movies. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, fucking love Saturday sci-fi movies. Well, I guess I don't know if they're still going. Thing, and I don't have sci-fi anymore. But yeah, I love those cheap ass movies. They were great. Yeah, but no, and then Blade too. Again, like. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a sucker for any time that we have to get a team together to do something in a movie. <laughs> so that's that's what you get in this movie is obviously the first movie. It is. It's just um, Blade and Whistler and yeah, origin. Yep. Yep. Good, solid origin story. And then now we get this new Reaper strain and the vampires like, fuck, we need to get a team together. So we're going to get these badass vampires. But we also fucking need Blade. Despite the team, fact he's been killing us, that team did have Ron Perlman. It did. It. I mean, he was racist as fuck, but that was his character, not Ron yeah. Perlman. Yeah. Yeah, and even though he would play, you know, racists again mm-hmm. throughout his career, he's not a racist. Very sweet. No. Man. Very, very sweet. nice man. Does not look like a cat. Please stop sending him that picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what? I, I'm happy you brought Blade up because. Um, you know, not. I think uh, Mahershala Ali is going to play him now yep. uh, in, in the new version, so that's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, and I, I really do look forward to that getting revived. Uh, no, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I think Blade. Uh, I think Blade would actually probably be more popular now, and not just because of the obvious reason for mm-hmm. comic books being is, you know, is celebrated now as they as they weren't back when those movies came out. But, Very true. But I, I think that his character uh, coming back now is a is a good thing uh, for the diversity of of what Marvel's trying to do now. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, believe it or not, man, the first like couple phases of the MCU, very Caucasian, pretty very white. Caucasian, very 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 Wonder Bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was incredible. Very yeah. And yeah. so, also, did you ever watch the uh, the short lived Blade the series on Spike TV? So I actually bought the the Blade four pack DVD nice. that had the three movies and and the quote unquote show series. Whatever Fantastic, call it. yeah, yeah. So I do have all those on on one one excellent bundle. I think it was only five bucks. That sounds about ago. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty <laughs> appropriate. Because like, didn't the guy who played didn't the guy who played Blade in that series wasn't that Wesley Snipes stunt double in some of the movies? I think so. I think you're right. Actually, yeah. Um, not that I could have like picked him out of a lineup, but, mm-hmm. but I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's like, Hey, can we get Wesley? Nope. Nope. We got somebody who looks kind of like him. Okay. Get him in there. Get him yeah. on a motorcycle, put him in a leather kit jacket, get that man some fangs. We got a series to make. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know what? What's, what's funny about blade. Mm-hmm. It did actually exist right around the same time as, the property that I really enjoyed, yeah. That sadly did not did not vault into everyone's hearts and minds quite like we thought it would. Mm-hmm. 
And that, of course, would be Van Helsing. Oh, I was see, I thought you were going to go another direction with it, but at the same time, really good that you brought this up. Oh, <laughs> because, uh, like, it was one that was, it was cheesy as fuck, but god damn, was it fun to watch. <laughs> I, okay, let, let me just let's just step back for a moment all right mm-hmm. now mo- most of us uh quote unquote 90s kids grew up with the the summers you know revival mm-hmm. of uh, steven summers revival of the classic you know uh universal monsters right yes mm-hmm. so he starts it off with the mummy he comes back with van helsing and we're thinking okay here we go yeah here's, here we go Here's the, the foundations of what they would try to do later with their dark universe. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of getting a proto version of that. And you pick Hugh Jackman, who's coming off of the success of the X-Men movies. And Hugh fucking I mean, Jackman. And who didn't want to see him pop his shirt off in the yeah. early 2000s? Mm-hmm. I mean, or now. He's bigger or, now. Or, <laughs> or anytime. Like, have you seen like the comparison of him in X-Men with his shirt off versus him in like, I don't know, X-Men... Um, days of future past with his shirt off oh yeah like i'm oh, not yeah. sure how wolverine went back in time and became much buffer than he was the current i oh, mean yeah. it, it's almost like somebody went back and you know took uh took the statue of david and and just kept chiseling you know <laughs> it's like no no this isn't perfection enough <laughs> yeah, it could it could be good it, it's good but it could be better, be better. <laughs> <laughs> and, and i think that that could be the maybe the the tagline for van helsing yeah, was yeah. that it, it was a decent movie but it could mm-hmm. have been better but it, i really actually enjoyed that movie and i wasn't even I wasn't even thinking these things about it the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Now, Grant, I'm older now, so I can go back and, you know, judge the uh, the the mark of the of the past. But, but I, I really do think that movie had plenty of entertainment value oh, because definitely. I think what what was lost on people was what this movie was trying to do, paying homage to the old, you know, creature flicks mm-hmm. of of yesteryear stuff that you and I didn't even grow up with because it was before our time by about a decade, decade or two, you know, as far as appreciation goes. Yeah. So you crank that forward a couple more years and you've got another generation of kids that are, you know, younger than we are. And they're even further not going to recognize that. Mm -hmm. So when you start off Van Helsing in the, in the classic black and white and, and you're, you're building on the tropes of these old horror movies. Mm Mm-hmm. You've already lost half the audience, if not more. Yeah, it it comes across as campier than it needs to be, mm-hmm. and at the same time, that's why I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. and, and and you know what? What, what I loved about uh, just the summer's approach to these these old you know horror movies. Mm-hmm was that he did manage to to tweak the elements of horror more towards the action element kind of like what we were talking about with blade right yeah i mean you've got some horror elements that are there but they're just not amped up Mm -hmm. like this is the aspartame version of 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 horror now you know yeah pretty much and i don't know like i think it that could be partially like the creature design of what's going on here but Like, uh, uh, that's also what kind of sucks is like this film came out in a time where CGI 
was starting to get pretty decent, but still looked a little too cartoony to really be believable. At times, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, people were really hard on you know the Mummy 2's CGI in the finale yeah. because, well, it. Well, I mean, The Rock like a weird crab person, but <laughs> they were going Scorpion King. They got crab person. <laughs> crab <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was just it was just as much artistic interpretation as it was. Mm-hmm. You did a bad job. Yeah, and, and I think yep. everyone can admit that. But yeah, they were it, like five yeah. step. They were like a step above the dancing baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah That's, well, that was Scorpion King. It, and you know what? I I get it. It was the same team, right? Largely behind that that did Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think what may have happened in Van Helsing was the some of the best CGI occurs a little bit later in the film, mm-hmm. whereas everything that builds up to that, I don't know if maybe they just if it was at the end of the back end of the development schedule or what, Mm -hmm. and they just put all their effort into the big showdown at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a very CGI heavy film. Don't get me wrong, which is why I think the horror elements of it are so toned down because I mean, you already know it's CGI. Mm -hmm. So how scary can CGI be at that in that era? It can't. That's the truth. It just can't. Um, Although piggybacking off of Van Helsing, which this uh this that's I, I maybe consider this an honorable mention because it is really good, but it wasn't what I was going for next. But Van Helsing did have Kate Beckinsale, who mm-hmm. is the star of the Underworld franchise. Oh yeah, which was again, I think that was a fantastic fucking uh, ride that that was that was like the first Underworld. I don't know. I actually enjoyed you know I enjoyed every Underworld movie. Did not hate a single one of them. Even the origin one with the rise of the lichens, didn't think that was horrible. Wasn't good, wasn't great, but also wasn't just like you know a pure stink fest. Well, but let, let's take people on a on a brief time traveling journey for a moment, though. Mm-hmm. You know, Underworld comes out at a time where everybody's clad in in black leather. Yep. You know, everybody's wearing shades. Even that's at night. what's cool. Yeah, <laughs> everything's black leather. The X Men <laughs> were black leather. Blades black leather. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Doctor dramas, all black leather. Yeah, the Catholic Church, black leather. black leather. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was just all over the place, and and I, I actually appreciated uh, Underworld, despite kind of suffering that early two thousands mm-hmm. cheese, where it's like the music is. Yeah. Let's just let's just call it what it is. The music was not great. No. Uh, I mean, I I can't even tell you just just how hard it is to listen to music from the earliest side of the 2000s okay there's some there's some good stuff most of it's most of the stuff that shows up in action movies is just trash <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> which is just bad um but but yes underworld uh did mm-hmm. a a very good job surprisingly for a horror slash sci-fi movie yeah in that mm-hmm. time frame because you've got the lore of of like the ancient vampires and then you've got the uh the warring you know werewolves and vampires mm-hmm. fighting back and forth um and this is one of the first movies i saw with michael sheen uh in it like prominently mm-hmm. was this and so if anything like i'll i'll thank it for kind of being a a springboard for both you know sheen and beckinsale it really yeah it really showed that you know they could do more than 
than what maybe people had attributed to them at that time. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is my first uh, experience with Bill Nylie, to be honest. Oh, really? This is your first Bill Nylie? Yeah, this movie? is my first Bill Nylie movie. Oh, mm -hmm. oh cool. Okay. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a good point. This is this is around that same time that Bill Nye started to do more um, films that were like mm -hmm. catering to American audiences. Um, and oddly enough, um, when we interviewed, well, I, I say we, when, when we sat down <laughs> with, with, you know, with Lou Temple, mm -hmm. he actually mentioned that uh, Rango was one of the first Bill Nye movies that where he did yeah. an American accent. So really? Yeah, so like huh. th this mm -hmm. this whole shift in, in his uh, his appearances did kind of happen around that time too. All right. Yeah, so I guess it's a it's a springboard for several names. Yeah, first yeah. all around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I agree with you too on the prequel. You know, the Rise of the Lycans I thought was a was a a good way to capitalize on mm -hmm. on some of the dialogue mentions about the ancient vampires they didn't have time for. Yep. In these movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, the stuff that was basically just like, uh, like, a, like intro lore or like a, like a way to pass, pass one scene to the next. They actually really got to expand upon in rise of the lichens. So it was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. How many, how many uh, series have you seen that were able to do that? Uh, actually go on it. Series that do it and do it as well as underworld did very few. Yeah. That's the oh, thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. because I, like things will go back or like, I don't know. I think of things like something like as terrible as the movie pan. Do you ever see that thing? <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. What a trash movie. Holy crap. This <laughs> uh, like attempt at doing like a freaking rock opera. The CGI is one has no business being as bad as it is for the time it was made, because this is when CGI is actually decent and it looks cartoony and shit. And I don't know if they were going for whimsical because it's Neverland. But like it's not very whimsy and it's also not very realistic. It's some crap in between. And for some reason, James Hook has a Texas accent. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? Also, <sighs> that movie, total, total fucking waste of yours truly, Mr. Van Felsing himself. I know. The greatest showman. It's it's proof Completely that not wasted. every not every Hugh Jackman musical no. is going to be a banger. It's not. And Pan is, I don't know. It's his, maybe Pan is Hugh Jackman's Alien 3. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, man. I, mm -hmm. You know what? Pan was one of those movies where I, I just remember it being so beaten up that that uh, I just I, I couldn't give it a shot. Couldn't and, do it. Mm -mm. And you know what? I, on the topic of Underworld, you know, Underworld was one of those uh, series where one felt so mm -hmm. unique and fresh to everybody. Yep. That you know, like two, three, and then the prequel. And then actually, yeah, there's, yeah. I think that's how it is. Two, three, and two, the three prequel. prequel. Yep. And then the eventual fourth. fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's and a the, fourth. Yeah. Uh, I, I've watched the first half of the fourth. Mm -hmm. Um, I just haven't returned to it yet. And then it's not because I hate it or anything. I just have it. it was, it's like there's mm -hmm. there's random movies where I get halfway through it and I get sidetracked oh, yeah. and mm -hmm. here's a side quest. So, yep. uh, so yeah. that's, yeah. And the fourth one, the fourth one's like Michael's gone, isn't he? That's the thing. Like he's missing and he, uh, we're, is we're that four? Gonna, we're yeah. not going to talk about not gonna, that. Not going to spoil it. But hey, <laughs> we've got other vampire goodness to go here because I do know 
that while Van Helsing is probably one of your favorites, there was one, there was a joint enjoyableness for both of us. And that was 30 days of night. Oh, good Lord. Was yeah. 30 days of night. Amazing. Um, oh my God. From, I remember seeing the first trailer for this movie and I'm like, holy fuck, does this look freaky? And I want to fucking be scared sitting in a movie theater watching that from the moment. Because I think you, you the what you see first in the first trailer that dropped for it is you see a record spinning and playing and then you just see this old, twisted, crusty looking finger with a huge nail come down mm-hmm. and tap the record and the record starts playing. And it's like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah, it just hits you right away. It's it's very rough, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I lived in Alaska for four years, as we've mentioned a few times. Now um, I was too young to really truly appreciate just how how crushing the amount of, of like nighttime that you would get there was because mm-hmm. I was just a kid. I didn't quite understand it yet. Yeah. Um, but looking to this movie knowing the real inspirations of of how this exists mm-hmm. and and truly putting yourself in the shoes of wow they're screwed they yeah, are screwed they're fucked <laughs> <laughs> like night the fact that you're getting night for a month and these things there's nothing nothing there that can fucking save them or protect them no. they're what they were what two cops the, maybe the pl- three and and the one plane that's that comes through town isn't coming back for a while no. Um, and, uh, and, and then to make matters worse, there's, uh, you know, there's a, an ex, or I guess there's a marriage that broke up and, Mm -hmm. and these people have to live together in the same small town. And, and a lot of people, uh, didn't know who uh, Danny Huston was yet. Mm -hmm. He, he played Marlowe, the main vampire. Yep. Um, and Danny, oh God, Huston is, he is just creepy. Oh oh my God. The, uh, oh, the fucking, the scene where I think it's like he drags woman out to the middle of town. No, 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 it's it's in her house. It's in her house. It's not in the middle of town. Um, And she is just terrified because she saw like her family get slaughtered. She knows she's going to die. And she's saying like, oh God, please save me. And then he just stops and then looks up and just says, no God. Yeah. No God. Oh my thing. Oh to oh. At, as someone who does not subscribe to that anymore, that scared me. Like, oh my god. Ah, oh. like that's a moment where like you would hope that something is there and this thing just assures you that it's not coming. Like, oh holy Dude, crap, good horror. Like the vampires in this movie, if I had to like draw a parallel to them, like if you've ever watched a movie where someone's wearing a helmet and there's a visor that hasn't been flipped down yet. Mm-hmm. Like the vampires have in this have taken that visor and it is permanently flipped down. It is just <laughs> just shit is going down mm-hmm. this entire time. And the eyes are just they're just bloodshot. There's not oh, a sense of white in them. No. Uh, and and the vampires, um, you know, you you truly you truly feel like they don't feel anything mm-hmm. because it's not like they're wiping blood off of themselves. At, no. If you watch this movie, like they they just bite the shit out of somebody, and that blood's just hanging out there. Mm-hmm. They don't it's care. Just, nope. No decorum. Like your your fancy pants interview with the vampire, like vampire Lestat. Nope. No. No, uh, doesn't care. It They've ripped out someone's throat, and the throat is dangling from like their trench coat because it fell down, and there's blood everywhere. They're wearing that all the way until they get back on that damn boat yeah oh god oh and that's the other part of this too so speaking of 
um, like the boat and, and how the vampires travel and everything. Because mm-hmm. there, there's some lore here. That there's a tie-in. I think it's based off a comic, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, or at least a mini-series. It's a, it's yeah, a, I think it's a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to say that the the MVP of like early comic book movies, uh, the MVP of some of these like mid-2000s action movies mm-hmm. would be Ben Foster, who plays the stranger. He's the guy that shows up in the beginning and yep. he's the messenger for the vampires. He's a yep. human, of course. And the whole thing is just bizarre that he was picked because to my knowledge, that man hates posses and he's <laughs> trying to get into one really bad. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to contention. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. And, and exactly. That's why I'm telling you, man, Ben Foster was like mid 2000s. MVP. MVP. Not I'm not saying everything he was in was gold, but he was gold in everything he was in. Yeah, like in the Punisher, like he, yep. he plays a dude with all the piercings that you know mm-hmm. that he, he did. And is well there? Isn't he Angel in X two? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another guy looks pretty good with a shirt off, right? Yep. Yeah, guy where he works out, kids. Yeah, works out. Ben Foster. <laughs> oh. Oh, and uh, and Mark Boone Jr. is also in this movie. If if you remember Jr. from. Uh, uh, from the Dark Knight, or actually, obviously, the uh, uh, Batman Begins, he plays the crooked cop that, you know, where are the other drugs going? Oh yeah, fucking uh, Bobby. Bobby from, from Bobby Sons from of Sons Anarchy. Anarchy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Mark Boone Jr. He he's in this movie too. Pl- plays, of course, the he basically just plays Bobby he's in Bobby. Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, Thirty Days a Night. The other thing about this movie, mm-hmm. outside of just being absolutely terrifying, because I really hope people go back and watch this. Because I, I know of plenty who haven't. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's there's one scene in this, Joe, that I can never block out. And I don't want to ruin it for everybody else. We're just going to mention mm-hmm. that it involves a grinder. Yeah. If you remember, late in this mm-hmm. movie, to date, that is the only movie I have seen with that punishing of a scene. That's a rough scene. <laughs> Fuck that's a rough scene. <laughs> I mean, I've I've seen Hostel and and uh you know just some of these movies where like there's just brutal depictions of violence and mm-hmm. and gore, but that one that one stuck with me for quite a long time. Yep. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Fuck. Yeah, that PTSD, we can we can trace it back to 2007, everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, to lighten things up a little bit, and it'll actually be a nice segue that will lead, eventually lead into um, our main episode this week where we cover Castlevania. Um, my actual favorite vampire movie, but again, not property, um, is an anime called Vampire Hunter D, specifically the sequel um, called Bloodlust, which I know you probably won't be familiar with. Are you familiar with... Have you heard of Vampire Hunter D at all? I've heard of uh, vampires. I've heard mm-hmm. of the letter D, but yep. not the combination. There we go. So um, the original anime, I think, came out in the either late... God, it's got to be mid to late 80s. And watch that one. It's kind of... It's like a, it's a, like, a, like, a like an anime called Classic. I watched it, didn't really get into it. Um, and then I saw there's a new one that came out in uh, the early 2000s. Animation was absolutely beautiful um fun concept where you have this vampire in the start of the story looks like he kidnaps a woman 
and then whisks her away. Classic, like, oh no, he was invited in, he's taken the dame, and now he's gone. And the woman's family is hiring anyone they can to try and get her back, including the legendary half-vampire, half-human vampire hunter D, which the D is there because it's silent in his name and it comes later. Not really. It's not Django. Um, <laughs> it's because of his link to a very, very popular vampire, which I won't spoil, but you can probably figure it out. A popular vampire that starts with D. David? Definitely David. Uh, wait, um, wait. Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> Dennis. Yes. Dennis the vampire. Uh, this is his son. <laughs> Um, so he's hired to try and bring the daughter back. And so at the same time is like this famous team of vampire hunters. And it's basically the race is on who can get her back to get paid first, um, sort of thing. And beautiful animation. D himself is pretty cool. He's pretty fun. He has a demon that's actually stuck in his hand. And when the demon, hmm. it's a, basically a, a it op when it wakes up, it's a face that's just in the palm of his hand. And it can, whenever it opens its mouth, it can suck shit into it and basically pull it into a different dimension. So that's kind of his, like, if shit goes down, he wakes up the demon in his hand. But the demon will talk to him throughout the movie, and it kind of belittles him and makes fun of him. It's like a fun little Danny DeVito living in your hand. Um, okay. Yeah. But that can also, work. Yeah, that can it work. works. It works pretty well. And then what it turns out is that this vampire that they're hunting is very, very well off and he hires a team of demons to protect him from the vampire hunters. And the demons themselves, some of them are pretty freaky. Um, one of them is basically his ability is he can just occupy any shadow. So he disappears, moves through shadows, and he can kill you through your own shadow, which is pretty cool. So like he'll pop up through something else's shadow bring up a blade and then just stab the ground where your shadow is. And then somehow that magically kills you. But when he does it, he's pretty creepy. And the voice actor does a pretty great job of voicing him where he just sounds like this kind of like high pitched squealy, crazy demon and just a fun movie over overall. Well, you know, I, I need to catch up on my, Mm -hmm. on my anime but the there's there's an honorable mention for from dusk till dawn because oh, I, mean, yeah. mm -hmm. I mean i think if we haven't mentioned that someone in the comments is gonna go hey what, why didn't you guys talk about uh from dusk till dawn yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's also one of the beatles asking that why didn't you guys talk <laughs> about why don't you get why don't you talking about uh, yeah <laughs> that's just how the comics sound yeah that's uh, how it sounds we read every voice like that well not I, not to belittle anyone that's just how we think everyone's yeah that, that's just how everybody sounds we're, yeah i mean we're the idiots we are the idiots we want to make sure that's clear <laughs> well the last one i'll bring up is is daybreakers the it's a 2009 movie i'm not sure if you've seen this one i do this is the one where uh, isn't it that they figure out how to reverse vampirism in this one they do, yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. and and there's some uh, there's some political intrigue. It's got uh, uh, Ethan Hawke, Sam Neill, yep. Willem Dafoe, good old Sam Neill, yeah, oh yeah, and and it's it's an interesting movie. It's a little bit different than a lot of the mm -hmm. a lot of the vampire movies that that you see because 
the I guess the larger point we can make about this movie is that it's like an allegory on uh, prescription drug companies mm-hmm. and and the the idea that we know the cure, right? Mm-hmm. But treating it is the more profitable side of it. Yeah. Uh, yes. And uh, and that's that's what kind of unfolds here. Sorry, folks, we blew this one for you, but it's <laughs> it's still fun because you still don't really understand what what's what's truly going on for a while and. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I know this one kind of went under the radar for some folks. Um, it's it's not like the it's not the highest on like the horror mm-hmm. gore list. No, um, it's it's much more you know d- dramatic and yeah. I was gonna say maybe that's why because it's not a like it's not like it's not Blade, so it's not like promising action vampire fighting, and it, it also it's not horror. It's honest in that that it's like this isn't a horror movie. This is very much a drama with vampires. It's it's dramatic, but um, the the reason why it's scary is not so much because of just the you know the what the vampires become if they don't don't feed. Don't, yeah. don't feed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's more of you seeing the vampires who see that and they go, "Wow, this is what I become." It's seeing how the vampires are scared of the of the vampires who haven't fed in a while. Yep, that that's really what's scarier to mm-hmm. me was was the fact that things that should be scary to me are scared of something else, and that's that's saying something. Yeah, it's it's the vampire condition that we're afraid of, not the vampires themselves. And then of course, you know, big vamp, as opposed yeah, to big yeah. pharma. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> big big V, <laughs> big pharma. Oh, there we oh. go, big pharma. Yeah, well, that, that's that's funny how uh, we've we've dropped a couple titles here. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, most of these came out in the early to mid two thousands. Yeah, kind of you where know? we where we we talk about things in the show. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's it's like the theme. Yeah, yeah, we do we do that here. <laughs> <laughs>